Yeah. Everything kind of funnels down to real estate. Yeah. Like, why would you, you know, do a mark, uh, an edge of, what did you do? A fitness company and yeah. then do like a doctor's office or whatever. Like, why are you switching lanes instead of like sticking to one? ADHD, I think. <laughs> I mean, dude, I, I, I'll be honest, like to, uh, to tell you the truth, I, it was just opportunity. Uh, like when I was, so when I was 23, I made some decent money as a personal trainer. We were making decent money in the gym and I took my wife to get a breast augmentation um, and I was in the office with the doctor and I'm like, what do you do money wise? He's ah, I do four or 500 K. And I was like, okay, you know what I'm asking yeah. the business questions. Yeah. Um, what do you do here? How many people do you have come in? Mm -hmm. And I was just like, you don't have a fucking clue how to run a business. No, there's doctors. Yeah. And I didn't say that yeah. to him, but I was like, what if I could show you how to be really, really successful and all you have to do is clock in and clock out. Mm -hmm. He was like, okay. Yeah. Uh, same thing with the dental office. I went in, I, I never go to the dentist. I went to the dentist for the first time in like five years. He charged me a shit ton of money to like clean my teeth. No yeah. cavities, no anything. And I was like, this is kind of a stupid idea. Mm -hmm. And while we were there, I was like, so how many patients do you see? How much money do you make? Same thing. Yeah. I was like, let me show you how to make more money. Yeah. And and dude, to to give them props, they were willing to Tested on some dumbass 24 year old kid. Yeah. But I was just willing to jump in. I had no idea what I was doing. Yeah. I was just willing to jump into the dark and start fighting. Yeah. And, and it, it always turned out pretty well, but I think it was ADHD, dude. I'm just like, yeah, you just wanted to try new yeah. stuff. And because I was fairly successful, I began to have like stupid confidence Yeah, that I just could do it. Yeah. You know? So let's say someone's looking at their own business, right? And they're reflecting like, all right, like, what am I doing wrong? What's my bottleneck? What are the first things that you would look at? So I, in Limitless Society, it's a group essentially. Mm -hmm. um, but I also do one-on-one -on -one mentoring. I actually just launched that about four or five months ago and it blew up like crazy. Mm -hmm. The reason I mentioned that is because that's the first thing that we talk about is, yeah. okay, Two things. Where are you in your personal life bottlenecking, bottlenecking, yeah. and where is your business? Yeah. And then we go right into let's have some hard <laughs> conversations. Uh huh. Um, and I know this will sound really, really crazy, at least for people that aren't willing to really take a look at themselves. But I think that I think that most people think that their bottleneck is coming from some issue that they can pinpoint. Yeah. But the reality is it's probably coming from something so far away that is directly connected, but they would never look at that hmm. ever. So one of the first things I ask people is how's your marriage? Okay. And I can almost always tell by the time they talk me through their marriage, why their business sucks. Hmm. Um, I ask them, how's your relationship with your friends, with your family? Yeah. Uh, how's your relationship with God? Yeah. How's your relationship with yourself? Mm -hmm. And in that, in those conversations, pretty quickly, you can dive into somebody and see, nah, bro, you're your own bottleneck. Yeah. Now, I don't know specifically why your marketing team isn't doing well enough and their bottleneck, you know, down to whatever. Yeah. But I can guarantee you that it's coming from you. If you're the entrepreneur and you're the leader yeah. and you're leading this ship. Yeah. And those things we just talked about are huge roadblocks for you personally. I guarantee you that's bleeding into your business. Yeah. So that's some of the things that I, I always tell people like, I don't know, man. I don't know why your revenue ceases at 10 million, mm -hmm. but let's look at you as a person. And I'm betting you within one or two sessions, I can figure out where you are 
in your life and why your problems are where they're at because of you specifically. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think that's very powerful. I always say that we are the bottleneck to our own business. Yes. So like I've noticed with myself, like as we are hiring and scaling, sometimes I'm very, for example, I'm very like, uh, I like startup. I hate corporate. I hate corporate. I just hate it. But at the level that we're at, we need to be a little bit more corporate, right? Yeah. We need to have a CRM. We need to have, yeah. you know, yeah. just basic crap, like, yeah, yeah. like good tracking, stuff like that. And I've had to like, kind of do things that I felt uncomfortable with, like giving other people the the power to make decisions. And that has helped grow the businesses like exponentially. Cause I, decided to like get out of the way. See, and even in that conversation, like if we were doing one-on-one mentoring right now, the first thing I would ask you is how do you rate yourself as a leader? That's, that's a good question because I was going to bring that up too. I mean, dude, that's, that's (laughs) really like, if I'm looking at you and I don't know you from Adam, but we we just met five minutes ago, I would say, how are your attributes pertaining to leadership? Uh, I I don't know. I would say it it depends on the day. Okay. Yeah. Well, then that's not a good answer. Yeah. As a leader, yeah. to being consistent is not a good answer. Yeah. So that's number one. That's the first thing we go to. What kind of consistency do you have? Let's talk about that. Let's talk about okay. it. Let's talk about it. So, so then this, what is what that mean, would, this is what I would ask you. I yeah. would say, okay, Let's so ask. you have a problem with delegating. Yes. Do you have a problem with micromanaging? Uh, sometimes. Why? It just depends because it, it depends on the situation. Like some, some team members, I'm like, they got it. And then I've noticed with new team members, it takes me like a couple of months to let them get in the groove and do their own thing. Why does it take that from you? Like, why wouldn't you start out the same with someone new as someone that's seasoned? Mm, I think because I feel like everything's so important that I don't want to be set back three months. So there, like for me, that's one of the first things I would look at for you is your own self-doubt in in you uh-huh. being able to teach what you need to teach uh-huh. um, adequately. Because the, the truth is, is you can teach someone f- like brand new uh-huh. and understand that in your own capability of being a leader, you're going to be able to teach them what they need to learn. And if they don't, they're going to fail, which is fine because the fail is going to lead them to learn or they're going to get fired. Yeah. You either fail and learn or you fail and fail and then you're fired. Yeah. And a good leader knows that because a good uh-huh. leader comes in and says, okay, hey, I'm not going to micromanage you. I'm going to teach you everything you need to do. I'm going to lead you to where you want to go. And I'm going to be here when you need support, but I'm not going to micromanage you. And I trust that what I teach you will be communicated well because as a leader, I have good communication skills. And then I'm going to let you hang yourself with this rope or take yourself on a walk. It's totally up to you. Yeah. And then I'll inspire you and teach you and support you. And we will level up this company together, but I'm not going to hold your hand because I don't micromanage because a good leader doesn't micromanage. Yeah. So again, that's what I would go into is your self doubt of Uh how you train someone that's brand new in the system of Uh saying, well, they need to get a little bit more season under their belt before I trust that I'll allow them to fail. Yeah. Whereas it's like, nah, man, let them fail. Shit. Find out quick. Yeah. I, I, I love the, uh, the saying turn and burn. Oh, I hate turn and burn. I love turn and burn because <laughs> I like to find people as quickly as possible that are going to be in my program mm-hmm. or my business or my LLC, whatever it is mm-hmm. 
I want to find them quickly, which means you are going to have to turn and burn the ones that aren't meant to be in your program. The number one issue I see in people's businesses as for why they fell, Uh they hold on to motherfuckers they should have fired years ago. Yeah, we don't have that problem. Yeah, Yeah. which is great. But that's the number one issue that I run into. I I, The first conversation, I'm like, what about this employee? Oh, he's garbage. Well, then why is he still there? Ah, He's been here for four years. He's like, okay, cool. You have 15 minutes to call him and fire him. Yeah. And that's a hard conversation to have. Yeah. But then all of a sudden, everything gets better. The cancer that's in the, the business gets better. Mm-hmm. The leadership gets better. It all goes the way that it's supposed to go just because you let somebody go. Yeah. Again, goes back to your personal leadership skills. Yeah. 